At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, everybody. You're back where it's at, and I'm spinning the beginning of the winning talk show that keeps it real and true as we do what we do. This is Tanisha Baker, your host of Talking with T, and I'm excited to join you on this 30th day of May. This is the day that many Americans celebrate Memorial Day. This day is set aside to honor the memory of all the men and women who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. If today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, CeeLo Green and Ralph Carter, who played Michael Evans on Good Times. Today in history, Willie Mays scored his 1,950th home run, and on this date in 1956, the bus boycott began in Tallahassee, Florida. I have shared tips with you all month and have found yet another list of tips regarding having good manners to share with you today. Remember to say please and thank you. Do not intentionally embarrass another person. Do not talk only about yourself. Don't gossip. Don't pry. Don't ask personal questions. Don't stare. Don't point at people. Dress appropriately. Don't talk loudly. And don't ask intrusive personal questions. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear a new song by one of our featured artists, Jackie Hampton, called Greater Than. Remember, you heard it here first. Was theirs from the beginning Is much greater than that 
love for me is supersedes past anything I could believe It's much greater than that to me Some may express but won't confess His heart was theirs from the beginning It's much greater than that to me His love for me is supersedes past anything I could believe It's much greater than that to me Some may express but won't confess His heart was theirs from the beginning It's much greater than that to me His love for me is supersedes past anything I could believe It's much greater than that to me Some may express but won't confess His heart was theirs from the beginning It's much greater than that to me Let's get Pam and Jay to join us for both our Monday Minute Quick Bits and Trending News. So we're going to start with a charity football game between the New York Fire Department and the New York Police Department that got out of hand in Coney Island and turned into a bloody brawl. I've posted the video of this on my website, but it was really ridiculous. And I was just thinking um, New York's finest who have vowed to protect and serve really got out of hand with this rivalry. And is it really that serious? Well, I guess for them it was. I just couldn't believe it when I saw it was pretty much pandemonium there. But uh, one man died and three others were injured at a T.I. concert in New York at the Irving Plaza. The incident began with an argument that escalated into a fist fight outside the green room reserved for performers. It is reported that T.I. was not a part of the disturbance and also read that he was saddened and troubled by this incident. Yes, cousin, he should be because, you know, he's had his own legal issues. So if something happens at one of his shows, they automatically think that he has something to do with it. But he made right. sure he, he got on social network to say that it was not any of his beef and he apologized. And the young lady that got shot, he actually went to the hospital to see her and is reportedly going to pay the medical bills. So. Okay. All right. Our next quick bit is President Obama becomes the first sitting president to visit Hiroshima, saying that the memory of what happened there must never fade as he calls for an end of nuclear weapons. And then we have another zoo animal tragedy this week when a 17-year-old western gorilla had to be killed after a 4-year-old boy slipped into the Cincinnati Zoo's habitat. It appears to some that the gorilla was trying to protect the boy. Well, you really can't leave that up to chance with the boy reportedly being in imminent danger. Now, critics believe that the parents of the boy were at fault, and some even think that criminal charges should be brought up against them. But this is on the tales of the story we did last week where the guy jumped into, I believe it was the lion enclosure, and it was believed he wanted to commit suicide. But I'm just trying to figure out um, when people are visiting zoos, why they don't respect the fences, the gates, the enclosures, or whatnot, so that both them and the animals can remain safe. Right, and I actually saw footage of the gorilla pretty much manhandling the little boy, for lack of a better term, at least that's what it looked like to me, on CNN. I was just sitting there in shock and disbelief because you've got this big, humongous gorilla 
and this little bitty boy. Yes, it's disturbing, and I'm sure the little boy's parents were frantic. But we really have to make sure that, you know, when we're in spaces or places like that, that we're watching our children because they can get away quickly. And take it from me, I know. I say, yes, they can get away. You can turn your head for two seconds and they'll be gone, especially at that age. I'm saying with the, with the lions, they might should have left him in there because obviously he wanted to die. He, he's not like a three-year-old. He was a grown man, and he took off all his clothes and jumped in. Right, right, right. Did he think he was um, Daniel or somebody? <laughs> he did. It looked like he was hugging the line in there once he got in, like, oh. You know <laughs> what? I am so through with y'all. I just can't. I can't. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> Our next story is about NBA star Bryce Dijon Jones, who was killed when he broke into a Dallas home he thought belonged to his girlfriend. Now, this is where we have to do our jobs, and we read beyond the headlines so that we can bring all the details to the listeners. Jones was shot after kicking in the front door of an apartment, and the occupant opened fire. So what happened was he actually kicked in the door of the wrong apartment. Jones was in Dallas to celebrate the birthday of his one-year-old daughter, and it is believed that he thought that his girlfriend had locked him out of the apartment since they had previously been in an argument. But, you know, it's a sad story. It's a tragic end to this. So, yeah, because I'm waiting to see how he didn't know which apartment his girlfriend lived in or why he thought it was a different one. It just seems to be a lot of things missing in, in this story, so I can't wait to hear what really comes out, because it just seems all strange to me. Right. Well, I was thinking that myself. It's a little odd that he wouldn't know the apartment. Um, now, they don't live in the same city. I don't know if it was his first time visiting or whatnot, but, yeah, that part of the story is a little odd. Let's move on um, and talk about Donald Trump. He apparently do we have now to? Has, well, <laughs> we're just going to do it as quick. I say the same thing. Great minds sing along. Well, we'll just do a quick bit and just share that he now has enough delegates for the GOP nomination, and Trump hmm. won't formally accept the party's nomination until the delegates cast their votes in July. The scary thing is we are getting closer to the possibility of Trump becoming president. Well, I was listening to him today, not by choice, of course, but I was listening to him today as I was finishing up my dinner, and I managed to keep everything down, thank God, uh, because the mere sound of his voice just irks my whole face. And <laughs> I, I'm just really concerned because if for nothing more, God forbid he wins, Every speech that he's made heretofore sounds like he's angry, which I would venture to say he probably is. And we can't sit, the, the American people can't sit up and endure being yelled at every time the State of the Union rolls around. I'm just not going to be able to do it. Right, right. And although he has a business mind, it seems to lack the character and the intelligence speak, you know, that I would think we would like to see in a president. I mean, just his rhetoric alone drives me crazy, and it's just not um, becoming of a presidential candidate. However, the polls now show that he uh, possibly is rising or moving past Hillary Clinton. So 
like I said, it's, it's getting pretty scary, and I just can't imagine what this country would be like with him in the White House. But I'll tell you this. The only way to get there is if you have a majority of the votes. He's racking up votes from somebody. And I guess it just brought to light how many people in this country really agree with uh, some of his ideas. So that alone, even if he doesn't become president, the fact that that has been revealed is also a little frightening. It really is. You would think that no woman in their right mind would vote for him, especially how he feels about women in general. Right, right, right. Well, um, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, not far from us, a young mother by the name of Bianca Horton was found dead before she could testify against the man who paralyzed her child. She was found shot to death on the side of the road. Um, In January of 2015, an incident injured her one-year-old daughter and several others, while also leaving one young lady dead. Ms. Horton had been shot in the arm at that time. Now, I'm bringing this story up because recently um, I was a part of a discussion here in Knoxville where we've been slamming people who don't go to the police when they witness a shooting or a crime. We've had several incidents here locally, and we know that somebody had to have seen something. Yet many criminals or people go unpunished because nobody steps forward. But then you have cases like this that make people fearful. And now I personally think it takes a little too long for some cases to go to trial. I still believe that people need to step forward, but it does make you think twice. And I can understand how some people can become fearful, especially if it's a gang-related shooting that this appears to have been. I agree, and there's a guy here that was just in the paper this past week, and he was talking about how he, you know, got shot in Mechanicsville not too long ago, and he knows the gang members that, you know, robbed him and shot him, and he said he's not going to tell. He's not going to tell the authorities. He's not going to say nothing because he has family, he has friends, and he has kids, and he just don't want them problems. Right, right, you know. Well, I don't know. You know, that's something that we're going to have to figure out because we can't let it continue, and we can't let people continue to feel like they can get away with these types of crimes because if they feel that way, they're going to continue to do them. And I tell you, I'm tired of seeing the stories in the news. I'm tired of hearing about them. I'm tired of seeing families be torn apart, mothers' hearts be broken, because of all of this senseless violence. So I hope that uh, we can come together for some type of resolution. I don't know about witness protection and all of that, but something has to be done. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Now it seems like an appropriate time to move on to some happy highlights. In the city of Los Angeles, they have approved a deal for nonprofit and private developers to convert nuisance motels into 500 permanent supportive apartments for homeless veterans. So I think that story is very timely on this Memorial Day. Most definitely. All right. And then we have Michael Turtsey, who left his village in Nigeria when he was offered an opportunity to get an education and play ball in Bel Air, Maryland. Now, four years later, he has received a full scholarship 
to play Division I basketball at the University of Rhode Island. He has hopes of making it to the NBA so he can bring his mother to the United States. Well, the cool thing about this story, um, his classmates were one step ahead of him because they actually raised money to fly his mom to the U.S. to see her son graduate. I thought this was such a touching story because they had not seen each other in four years. Oh, see. That is. Yeah. That's one of those, as Jay would say, make your eyes sweat. Honey, I'm getting I'm I'm getting my Kleenex as you speak. Where's my Kleenex? <laughs> yeah, Kleenex? you got to yeah. see the picture. You know, graduation is already one that you know tugs at our hearts, but then a story like this really um, adds a little extra to it. We're gonna jump into the crazy chronicles because they're always out there. And Pam, you know, we have warned our marijuana smokers. We have warned them about using better judgment. We've had multiple stories um, involving the antics uh, of people who kind of get carried away and aren't in their right minds. And this time, there's a man in Texas who called the police saying he had been shot in the buttocks. However, he had actually been bitten by his own dog. And as I was reading, I think it was raining or thundering and the dog got scared and bit the man. So he calls the police, and they respond, and, of course, they find that he had not been shot but had been injured by the dog bite. And that brings me to people determined to participate in drug trafficking. Now, the CBP, which is Customs Border Protection in Arizona, arrested a woman this past Friday for trying to smuggle a pound of meth into the United States inside a burrito. A drug dog? <laughs> I know. I should have paused to let you get your giggles out. A drug dog sniffed it out, and the rest plays out like other similar stories, like the two drug dealers earlier this month in Brooklyn who tried to get 20 kilos of cocaine stashed inside a shipment of frozen fish. And then there's another guy who tried to hide 11 pounds of liquid cocaine into some oil and vinegar bottles. So drugs are often found in all kinds of food, candy, statues, and toys, and smugglers are constantly trying to think of new disguises and ways to get their drugs from one place to another. But most often they are caught, like 60-year-old Jimmy Gibbons last month in Arkansas that hid cocaine in his dentures. And when the police pulled him over, they found that he was having a difficult time speaking, and that's how they discovered that he had this cocaine stash in his mouth. Maybe he should have used a little bit more polygrip. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe he thought that was going to damage the drugs. But can you imagine? I mean, there are just many, many stories of people who think of the craziest ways who are so intent on trying to smuggle or move drugs or when they're caught with the drugs, to hide them from authorities. But on a more serious note, drug abuse is a big and dangerous problem in this country. And, you know, they keep thinking of new drugs and more harmful drugs, and it seems like there's more access to drugs. And, in fact, I read that kids are now um, getting high off of powdered caffeine. Not sure where you get it. But evidently, it's pretty potent and gives them some big rush. So I have posted an article that shares signs that your team 
may be using drugs on my website under today's show date, as well as our social media outlets. It's reported in Ohio that as many as five people die every day from opiate addiction. Ohio has the 12th highest heroin overdose rate in the country. Generally not a week or two that pass that we find out something crazy that's happened from someone who is uh, either high-stoned or what have you. So, Yeah, back to the man that thought he was shot, but he was actually bit by his own dog. Right. The problem is now because they have so many different types of weed, you know, back in the day it was just one regular weed, and that's it. Okay. Now they have okay. weed, you know, people say, we got this Afghanistan, we got this. I don't want no weed that's <laughs> coming from Afghanistan or we got this, we got this death. I don't want nothing that really that I feel like I'm going to die smoking it. Then they smoke it in things, they add stuff to it. That's why people going crazy. You never heard people back in the day going crazy over smoking no weed, but now they tripping like they on back sauce. <laughs> you might be on to something, you know. We can't leave well enough alone. So I guess, right. like you said, they're they trying to do too much. They're trying to do the most, and it's uh, causing quite and back, a back in the day, all we had was coolers and Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Sam done brought up a blast from the past. <laughs> Jackson, ooh. I, I, was, I was all right till you said Mad Dog 2020. You said the Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> so now we have our corresponding Jay with a couple of additional stories and trending news today. So, Jay, take it away for us. All right. Well, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to uh, high school principal Alicia Coleman-Kiner. And uh, this, we can file this first story under the don't come for me unless I send for you file. So uh, Ms. Kiner gained national attention about how, for how she handled criticism for what we like to call keyboard thugs, okay? Mm-hmm. And hold tight, and I'm, I'm going to get to that in uh, just a minute. So right. 18-year-old Manisha Johnson was shot and killed in downtown Memphis uh, around 12.30 Sunday morning, May 22nd. And Johnson was one of Ms. Kiner's students at Booker T. Washington High School, and she was a week away from receiving her high school diploma. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, Ms. Kiner thought that it would be most fitting to present uh, Manisha's diploma to uh, her one-year-old son, Kylan. Now, a quote-unquote concerned citizen uh, sent Ms. Kiner some food for thought in her email. And I'm going to read what the email said in just a second so I can pull it up because I could not believe that somebody had the unmitigated gall to send this email to, first of all, a high school principal uh, regarding a decision that she made. So here's the email right. from a Kelly Griffin, and it reads, The death of any young person is tragic, but to allow someone else to walk across the stage to accept her diploma is one thing, but then give it to her young infant is another. What are you thinking? The attitude and culture of inner city youth need to be need to change, and doing this won't. You're acknowledging and celebrating this young child whose mother was tragically killed when, in all fairness, probably should have been home taking care of that young infant who now has no father and, quite frankly, don't know who the father is, food for thought. So, Ms. Mm. Kiner. 
Yes. Mrs. Connor mm. responded with an open letter to Griffin on Facebook that went viral in a matter of minutes. She kept it classy and even gave uh, Griffin scriptures to read and to uh, further back up the points that she was making. Of course, she took her first her first point was never email a high school principal who is also an English teacher without checking the grammar and spelling and said email. In case no one ever told you, these errors sincerely diminish your validity. And she goes on for seven other points and ends it with not in the mood. And clearly uh, that was evident throughout her uh, letter. And, of course, this past Saturday, with the help of his grandmother, Kylan accepted his mother's diploma in the midst of a standing and cheering crowd at Memphis's Orpheum Theater. Now, this is the only bright spot uh, in the life of BTW this past week, but they also uh, threw a surprise prom for Quanisha Sims, who was a graduating senior, who was also graduating this past weekend. She was shot in the chest while she was actually getting ready for the prom that happened, the actual prom that happened a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Ms. Connor said that she hoped that this surprise prom was a way to recreate the memory uh, for Quanisha. And I just want to send a shout-out to a fellow educator, uh, Ms. Alicia coleman Connor, for the excellent work that she and her staff uh, do at Booker T. Washington on a daily basis. And uh, a lot of people in Memphis, don't know about the great things that they do, particularly with the challenges that a lot of their students face, having to deal with uh, poverty and living in an area where there's high crime. But having met Ms. Kiner and knowing a couple of uh, her teachers and staff members, it's almost like a second family to a lot of these children. And hats off to Ms. Kiner again and the staff of Booker T. Washington High School for the wonderful work that they do. Yeah. yeah, that's good, Jay. That's good because we have to applaud those that are in the trenches. You know, people are quick to jump to conclusions and make statements, and often those statements are biased based on their own life experiences or just what they hear about in the media. But there are many of us, I included, who are actually doing our best to support students from challenging communities. And it's not always what it appears, but even as it is, we still celebrate and uplift and cheer on our babies um, daily. And so yes, I applaud indeed. her as well. I applaud her as well. Hats off to Alicia Connors at Booker T. Washington in Memphis, Tennessee. Well, as always, I want to thank the both of you for joining us on Talking With T, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, so remember you can check out the links to all the stories shared today by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and choosing the date under the tab marked on the show. As we approach the month of June, we are excited about the one-year anniversary of Talking With Tea. There have been no repeated shows, and we want to keep up that trend. Each week in June, however, I will share a few highlights from shows that have aired this past year. There will also be contests for some lucky Talking With Chief fans, so be sure to stay tuned for details. Once again, we've come to an end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and Instagram. I need you to be sure and like our posts, make comments, 
drive up the popularity of the show, and help us take Talking with T to the next level. Continue to spread the word about the show and let people know to tune in for new shows each Monday. You can now listen to Talking with T on SoundCloud, iTunes, or TuneIn Radio. You can also subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper, to get your daily scoop of trending news. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Greatness is not found in possessions, power, position, or prestige. It is discovered in goodness, humility, service, and character. W.A. Ward. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Teeth.